hi, this is um, Ajani Bandeli, Network IQ. I'm here to talk to you about wireless networking. Um, and this is part of um, the first part of a four part series um, where we're looking at uh, wireless networking. The first part is really looking at sort of an introduction and context um, with wireless. And in parts two, three, and four, we'll be looking at uh, Wi Fi planning and design looking at risk-free implementation of Wi-Fi in part three, and part four, we'll be looking at maintaining and supporting Wi-Fi. So to start off with part one in this series, um, where, we, where we look at the uh, Wi-Fi in terms of context and um, where Wi-Fi is heading, um, some key kind of drivers uh, around Wi-Fi that are worth considering for an organization. Um, one of them is um, Gartner reports, um, Gartner surveys, uh, which estimate that um, 6 billion um, devices, Wi-Fi enabled devices, are connected to the internet today. Um, last year, 2017, 56% um, of web traffic was enacted via mobile devices. So now uh, mobile devices actually um, uh, connect to the internet um, more so than wired devices, and that trend will continue. Uh, when we also look at the proliferation of um, social uh, media um, and networks, um, the connectivity to those um, uh, systems are primarily via mobile devices, smartphones, uh, etc. And also in terms of the industry, the industry is uh, doing research and development and looking at new standards uh, to keep up with the in increasing demand for Wi-Fi bandwidth. Uh, one of the latest standards that's being developed is the 802.11ax standard, which is uh, looking at achieving 10 gigabit um, throughput for Wi-Fi. So Wi-Fi speeds um, are, are due to sort of match the speed of, of wired networks or copper networks. So those are some of the things really that are drivers behind kind of proliferation and growth of Wi-Fi. Um, now, uh, in, in, in sort of uh, all sorts of venues, um, people want Wi-Fi access, so obviously the home, but in, in public spaces, in shopping malls, in entertainment centers, hotels, uh, Wi-Fi is the number one requirement. Um, and uh, there's only one thing that that's worse than no Wi-Fi, and, and that's poor Wi-Fi. So those are some of the drivers. Um, we, we're looking at an increased number of devices. We're looking at a greater need, a greater appetite to consume um, uh, bandwidth and access via mobile devices. Uh, there's a proliferation in streaming, things like sort of Netflix and, and um, uh, Amazon. Um, uh, with streaming videos and, and kind of customized content and YouTube obviously um, is, is, a, is also a big driver in terms of the demand for Wi-Fi. So the question is um, where do you start in terms of making provision and um, I dare say that, that, that many businesses and organizations already have some Wi-Fi in place. Um, I guess the question is do they have a strategy in place to kind of um, match the demand, the emerging demand for increased Wi-Fi and increased connectivity and to be able to do that in a secure manner. So one of the starting points really is deciding on, on um, 
the rationale behind providing Wi-Fi. Who are you providing Wi-Fi for? What services uh, will, will this Wi-Fi be provided? And um, what kind of coverage um, do you require? So uh, this kind of splits into sort of three primary areas. So there's corporate Wi-Fi coverage, there's guest Wi-Fi coverage, and there's some sort of coverage that would be, or service that would be provided for partner type um, access, so such as contractors or service providers that, that, that are on a business premise and, and need some form of um, good um, internet access. Um, and in terms of differentiating services as well, it, the Wi-Fi could be provided for data-only services, it could be for voice as well as data, or it could be for uh, location-based services. Um, an example of that is in the entertainment industry. Um, they, it's some of the services which are now becoming quite popular in the stadium is to actually be able to um, place an order for drinks and food and have it delivered um, uh, to, to, to the location that you're seated. And that, and that type of service depends on location-based um, services. The way in which you design and provision these types of networks is, is significantly different um, based on the type of service. So data, coverage, um, is less stringent than, say, location-based um, type of coverage. Uh, it's also important to look at the security wrapper that will fit around this type of Wi-Fi coverage. Obviously, corporate network, um, you don't want guests and you don't want um, third-party um, uh, providers or third-party sort of um, organizations uh, having access to the corporate network. Yet at the same time, you want to have you want to provide a guest and internet access with um, limited restrictions. Uh, also, the um, the the generation of the noughties, um, uh, or well, the prior they were referred to the iPod generation, but now they, they I think they're referred to as the noughties generation. They expect to to have um, access good internet access from their smartphone devices or smart devices. They expect to, to be able to work from wherever they want to work to from um, and they expect to be able to connect to their um, social networks as well from, from the work environment which which is um, uh, a, a BYOD type of um, uh, requirement. Bring, bring your own device. So having looked at the um, the kind of requirements, who you're providing coverage for, how you're providing coverage, uh, what type of coverage you're providing, what type of services, data voice or location-based services, uh, and who the stakeholders are. You can then move on to, to some planning. Um, so looking at the planning phase, considerations for the planning phase would include um, the, 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 the areas in, on, on a premise, on a, in, a, in a building that, that uh, you want to provide coverage and the type of coverage that you want to provide, the standards that you want to um, support in those different areas of the building. We also need to consider the type of devices that will be used. Will it be phones? Will it be smartphones? Apple? Android? Um, will it be um, um, tablets? Um, uh, and in the era of the IoT Internet of Things, increasingly there are devices 
um, such as uh, sensors, thermostat centers, building control centers, heat detectors that also need to connect to the Wi-Fi. Um, and each item ha may have specific type of requirements, so they may only support one standard like 802.bg or 802.a. So those factors need to be taken into consideration. Um, so we then also need to consider the minimum ba bandwidth um, that's required for these devices. And as you, as you kind of aggregate the bandwidth and look at the overall requirement, that needs to, ne needs to be reflected in terms of the uh, external connection um, and external internet speeds that connect into the Wi-Fi. Um, and then finally, um, we need to look at the building characteristics. So the type of building that the coverage will be pro um, provided, is it open space, is it um, closed office environment, is it outdoor even, um, and the type of uh, wireless solution and how the wireless solution will be designed to cater for these different environments. So that's a kind of um, initial roundup in terms of the, the background and the context to um, providing Wi-Fi and some of the considerations that um, we need to have in mind and have at the forefront of our mind as we uh, as we embark on this journey to provide great Wi-Fi. Um, we'll now sort of be moving on to part two of this series where we look at um, Wi-Fi planning and design and, and serving.